Welcome to The Grow Show, powered by Steel. On The Grow Show, we share ideas, tips, tactics, and insights to help you grow your landscaping business based on our team's 40 years of experience running a landscaping company and working with other owners and their teams to do the same. New episodes are released weekly on Wednesdays. Without further ado, here's your host, Marty Grunder. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever the case may be. Welcome to The Grow Show, powered by Steel. I'm Marty Grunder from Grunder Landscaping Company and The Grow Group. And with us today, a very important guest, very special guest, person that's been instrumental to our success here at Grunder Landscaping, Seth Flum, our president. Seth, welcome to The Grow Show. Thanks, Marty. You're welcome. We'll see if we can get through this without having some fun, right? Yeah. Because you and I have fun working together. So anyway, folks, what we're going to talk about today is buying versus leasing equipment. And what do you do and how do you do it? There's always, Seth, conversations about buy versus lease. Do you pay cash? Let's talk a little bit about the philosophy that we have here at Grunder, which it's not just your philosophy. It's not my philosophy. It's probably ours together. But I think you and I have a pretty, we're, we're in alignment on how we buy our trucks and our mowers and everything else. Let's give our followers a little bit of insight on the buy versus lease and what we do here at Grunder, what we, what we think is the best practice yeah. there. In, in my eyes, buying is the best practice right? because it's an asset, depreciating the asset. We own it. We can deal with it any way we want. Right, right. We can customize it so any way that we need to get the truck done to be efficient right. with our operation. And every operation is different. And we've been retooling for the last really three years. We our have. setups become more efficient, handle the different lines of work we're doing. And buying, in my eyes, allows us to get that flexibility to do it. There's not a whole, I guess the, the standard pickup trucks that we buy, which we're buying all four by fours now because we're putting them out in the snow, but the, the pickups we're buying probably aren't anything special. The rest of our trucks have some specialty to them in terms of customized beds and stuff that you really, you know, we're going to keep them in service for a set amount of time. Then we're going to put them out spread and salt. You want to speak to a little bit about your philosophy there? Because that's certainly something that you've helped me with getting better here with our fleet. Yeah. The, the pickup trucks are very standard. Okay. Basically the basic that we can get for right. force. Air conditioning, but that's about it. Not that's, leather seats, no. not all that other stuff. As basic as we can get. We have right. one a little bit more chrome this year, but it was bought used. Right. Uh, and we painted it and we were still under, I think, seven or 8,000 brand new. We yep. paid cash for that that truck and getting it painted. We're just in the bind that we needed another truck. Right. You know how long it takes to order trucks right Crazy, now. right. But... You know, the philosophy is a truck is not a, it is an asset, but it's not an asset. It's right. a tool that needs to make money. Right. And if you're worrying about having a residual resale value, then you're not using that truck for what it's worth. Right. So we used to have the, the mindset, let's keep the truck yeah, in they perfect were, condition. They were, they were monuments. Monuments, keep it in perfect condition. And then after 10 years, we can sell it for $15,000. Right. Well, rust it out, salt it, make $120,000 with it. Right. And then sell it for five. Right. So do you want the 120 or do you want the 10? Right. Exactly. I'll take the 120 anyway. Exactly. We're in, yeah. we're in business to make money. To make money. So we still take care of our trucks. It's not like they get, we don't allow people to abuse them. We still set them up nicely. They're, they're there, but they are an asset. There's an ROI on the truck. Yeah. Speak maybe, we'll talk, this is episode one of a two-part series we're doing here on trucks. The next one after this is going to be talking about replacements, but I think it's important. Like right now, we're thinking about trucks for over a year away. I know we have a Kenworth on order. 
why don't you give a quick lowdown of our fleet, like what we use in each one? And I think maybe that'll detail why it takes so long and the consideration given for buying, all that. Yeah. So it, it kind of goes back to, once again, our strategic plan. Right. Where we want to go and what our, our ratio mix on revenue, what buckets, commercial maintenance, residential maintenance, hardscaping, yep. what buckets are we trying to fill? Yep. Then once we deem that, then we can break down the assets that we need to need achieve to that revenue. That right. We're actually retooling some of our trucks that we ordered that will be coming in in January to be geared more efficient for commercial maintenance because we can now, with critical mass, just start running just strictly commercial maintenance routes. Right. Instead of blending. Right. And those are a box truck. We're trying to get rid of trailers. Why are we trying to get rid of trailers? Trailers are are another, more tires on the road, takes uh, more training to move them around. They're more dangerous. They're more dangerous. They are. And just eliminate the variable. Right. We've struggled to find individuals that drive manual trucks, Right. So we switch, we've been switching to automatics, even on our class six trucks, automatics, most semi-trailer, I mean, semi-trucks are automatics, right. concrete trucks right. are automatics. So right. stay with the times, get the automatics. Right. And then if you're struggling to find individuals that have experienced manuals, they don't have experience driving large trailers. So I just want to remove that. Makes sense. One less variable to manage. Plus on our residential sites, I was running routes two years ago. And we're doing, remember you came back, you're like, we got to get rid of these trailers. This we is awesome. We were doing five point turns on cul de sacs right. to get around. And I said, this is ridiculous. Because Which is a benefit to being out with the crew, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> because we had spotters yeah. on both sides and trying yeah. to get turned around. I'm like, if we just switch to narrow, uh, shorter wheelbase, and also I track, think, and this was me, trailer. this was my doings before you helped. We got carried away with having every possible thing in the trailer when tool wise, when really you only needed about a third of that. Yeah. You don't need we every have, gizmo known to man. Stock it for what you're going to use 75% of right. the time or even 50% right. of the More time. More of a minimalist approach yeah. there. And then then it's empowering the team leaders and the operations managers to think and plan, and then they can pull what they need right. for the day. Right. Versus exactly. you might use one tool one time a year. Exactly. Space so time. we're putting customized boxes on. Part of that is a management philosophy, too. We want our men and women in the morning to be thinking about their job, not, oh, I got to go get a gas can to put on the truck. I got to get a shovel. That's all on their truck. Kenworth is the big hardscape landscape trucks. Ford Super Duty, and I know we have a brand new Isuzu cab over that we're experimenting with. We may go to that. Mm -hmm. And then the Isuzu cab over with the box does the maintenance. The maintenance crews, it's a box with a little dump bed on the front. The Mo is a box. Some of them have a very narrow dump yes. bed. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the Mo has the very small dump yeah. bed. Yeah, and we'll put front. some pictures. You're going to see them here through the grow show. Of, of and the fleet. idea with the small dump with the Mo is that's our residential rig because they're right. picking up clippings and, and then leaves this time of year. Right. On the commercial side, it's going to we're eliminating that dump. More mowers, Makes more sense. equipment, so we Makes can have larger teams on the commercial Makes properties. Sense. And I know the answer to this, but why wouldn't we lease one of those mowing trucks why would we not do that we've looked into it we originally looked into it when we were we were wanting to update our manual trucks the, the right liners to the kenworths or at the time it was ford and right. anything we wanted and then we found we couldn't customize exactly what we wanted exactly and then it's and you have to be flexible to make money right so if we're trading crews in and out or team members or, or super crewing crews together and we have a completely different setup then it's not as easy to to switch teams, it's not as easy to say, well, that truck doesn't have this right. and that. 
and they don't want to lease you some highly specialized truck or the price just gets so cost prohibitive, you're better off buying it. Yes. On an amortization, four years, five years, eight years. Again, I know all the answers, but I'm interviewing you here so we can get the info. What do we do there? We typically go anywhere from four to six years. And it it really, we, we looked at our cash forecasting plan two years ago. We did it for five years. However, we're at a point now we've exceeded our five-year plan right. within two years. Right. But you got to weigh how, how much cash is king. You need cash. Right. So loans are not a bad thing. You right. Know, you got to go in debt to get someplace in life at some point right. in time. Right. Building a house, going exactly. to college, right. growing a company. We try to be smart with our cash and what we're we're going to cash and not have debt. Right. But also we, we need cash to grow. Right. You grew up on a farm in Indiana, and you learned a lot of good money management tactics, I know, from your family business. And, you know, I, I will be honest with you, when I was in my late 20s, I considered all my trucks an asset, like they were an investment, like you're looking at them on the balance sheet. Granted, equipment's worth something, it's on the balance sheet, but they're tools. And, and it's got, how get, much revenue you can right, make exactly. year with that and truck. I, and I see, and we'll talk about this in episode two about replacements, but I see way too many owners and leaders of landscaping companies like, well, I don't want to replace that truck. It's paid for. You know, I don't have a note on it. You're either going to have a note on something or you're going to be paying to fix it. Yeah. And we'll talk about that in the next episode. Anything else we want to add with regards to financing or leasing? Uh, I mean, my motto is don't go buy unless yeah. you actually need it. Yeah. And you need to justify why you actually need it. So be cautious buying Make sure you're as efficient as you believe mm-hmm. you can. And then I would turn around and even question if you think you're efficient. Are you yeah, really efficient? Because right. we found we were not. No, we weren't. And, and we found we can double the revenue and buy one truck to do it. Right. That's how much inefficiency. We was, were probably over leveraged before. Too many trucks, right. not enough revenue. Right. And then we flipped that entire ratio. Right. So well, that's you, the first step. That's you. That wasn't me. That was so, your doings. You've done a great job there. I think the last thing I'd talk about is the value of a banking relationship. We have a couple banks we work with, and then we work with a credit union. The credit union that we work with is, is fabulous. It like mm-hmm. reminds me of when I got started in the business 40 years ago almost, and it was like a handshake. I mean, this credit union we work with, and I have to say good things about our bank too. Anything you want to comment on the credit union or the bank, the relationship there? What 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 are your thoughts on that? Have a relationship. Yeah. They, I mean, yeah, they, they look at our financial statements, but really it's a, it's an email, it's a text, it's a phone yeah. call to Holly. Yeah. The credit union saying, hey, we have these trucks coming down the pipeline. We're going to need X number of dollars. And she'll even check in. The truck's done. You ready for the loan? Yeah. yeah. And they run the truck right over to us. They, they make it super easy. They do make it easy. And they trust us. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, you have been pushing that concept of being easy to do business with on us here at Grunder as well. You know, I w- we had a field trip in here yesterday, Seth, and I asked in the audience, there was 28 people here, I think. I said, how many of you have bought something from Amazon in the last 48 hours? I think almost every hand went up. Yeah. And I said, why do you use them? Why don't you go to Menards or why don't you go to Lowe's or why don't you go to Kohl's? It's too easy. Our credit union, Holly over there, she's, I mean, couldn't, couldn't be any easier to yeah. work with her. Yeah. So... All right, folks, I hope in a small way we helped you today. We're big proponents of buying at specialized equipment. We're taking our trucks and we're running them until they're pretty much shot. Then we're putting them on salt and then we'll probably just tow them out of here, I guess, to a certain degree on scrap iron. We do like buying instead of leasing. We'll do another episode. It'll be episode two. We're going to talk about replacement, like when do you do it and so on and so forth. 
Seth, thanks for being on The Grow Show. Thanks for having me, Marty. All right, folks, have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Grow Show. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and head to growgroupinc.com for more information and resources to grow your landscaping business. A special thanks to the folks at Steel, whose support makes this podcast possible and whose reliable handheld power equipment makes our jobs easier daily. We'll talk to you next week.